People love investing in technology if it's going to help them, if it's going to reduce their costs, if it's going to do make their lives more e- easier in many ways. That that is all all good, but you have to prove it. So show it, and constantly be a be a shower and a promoter. Welcome to Startupville, the show where we discuss what it's like to build a tech startup and a startup ecosystem in a small city. I'm your producer, Ariel Delorier. Our host is Dan Gold, and today we're joined by Curtis Kalabab, CEO of Northstar Systems. Northstar Systems is a Saskatoon-based ag tech startup that serves clients in agriculture, energy, water, and wastewater sectors. They create IoT solutions that improve business efficiencies from developer tools to products for end users. Their goal is to have the technology that works for you. Keep listening to learn about how finding a solution to a problem can lead to growing a successful startup, how to keep great employees engaged, and how this ag expert tapped into the world of the Internet of Things to launch Northstar Systems. Welcome to Startupville. Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Saskatchewan and Martin Charlton Communications. So, Curtis, it's lovely to have you here on Startupville. Um, for just a background for people who don't already know North Star Systems and yourselves, let's split this into two parts. Um, firstly, who is Curtis and how did Curtis uh, become the lead of North Star Systems? Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm a farm kid from Waka, Saskatchewan, originally. Uh, I went to my uh, university uh, at the U of S, University of Saskatchewan, got an uh, agriculture degree, a crop science degree, and started my career in actually uh, um, crop, uh, seed, and fertilizer um, distribution. So really nothing to do with technology or tech at all, which is what Northstar is all about. Uh, but along my path, having a 25 uh, plus career in the egg business so far, I met a lot of, lot of innovators, a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot, many, many great customers, farmers, retailers, distributors, manufacturers along the way and built really sound uh, business relationships and got to really get entrenched in the agricultural community. And from that, when the opportunity arose to, to join Northstar Systems and, uh, and start something from the ground up, it really resonated with me that we had tech that could be applied in real applications in agriculture. And that's where I uh, decided to start my entrepreneurial career and, and, and be, uh, get committed to this, to this company and, and, and start building a business. So it's an interesting move. You've come from you know, the business sector itself, and then you've seen an opportunity for how tech could improve or solve problems. What were the the problems that you saw on the day-to-day or over a period of time that you said, there's got to be a solution for this? And then, second part, what were the steps in solving those problems? Yeah, certainly. Uh, About five years ago, even longer than that, uh, prior to that, the, the, the problem that many, many retailers were faced, agricultural retailers, retailers that sell crop inputs, fertilizer, seeds, chemicals to farmers, uh, the problem they were faced with was distributing products out to the field, uh, especially fertilizer, never knowing where to go, when to go, how much to take, Is the does the, does the farmer actually need product, does he not need product, how much product does he need? So the idea of knowing that information so you can dispatch and deliver products more efficiently 
was a huge, huge opportunity to, to, to kind of uh, tackle. And then right at that time, there was uh, the whole concept of, of IoT or, or, or everything connected to the Internet. Could, could, we, could we create, manufacture, build a device or a technology that could sense information and transcend that information back to your smartphone so that you could maybe know, you know product levels of a, of a fertilizer tank or fertilizer uh, equipment out in the field? And that was really the thought that really was started North Star. And, uh, and after many trials and tuitions paid, we, we definitely developed a device that uh, was able to transcend sensor information on moving fertilizer tanks in the field. And that effectively was the start of how we could help retailers deliver uh, fertilizer to the field in a more efficient manner. So... Between you and I, um, <clears throat> neither of us are software developers. Uh, I, I mean, unless you've been hiding this from me for all these years. But how y- you see that there's a potential solution, how do you then go about finding the right people to work with or employ or collaborate with, whatever the relationship was, to really prove the concept? Great question. And, uh, and it starts with uh, my business partner, um, Dennis Levi. He's, uh, he's the CTO of the company. He's the, uh, the uh, developer of the tech. He's all things technology. And it was certainly a big part of building our business why we are here today, because he had the skills and the expertise and the knowledge to actually not only write the right the piece of software code, but also engineer and develop the hardware required to operate the device. So that was a big part, and Dennis's story is uh, is 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 a, is a fun one that maybe he have an opportunity to share at that start of Bill sometime, but certainly it, it started in the back shop of a of a small uh, garage in Hudson Bay, Saskatchewan, where Dennis really started tinkering on the device and uh, and seeing if we if he could uh, uh, get get the device to communicate information to to his software platform that he he developed. And he did it. And with after many, many trials in the field and, and, and applications failing, working, failing, working, 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 failing, that's, that's what he perfected the solution. However, to back to your root of your question, how do you get a, a tech person on track or working with somebody in the business world so that we're developing a solution that actually is relevant and makes sense for what we're trying to do? Exactly. The applied technology question. Yeah. And I mean, uh, it's when I, I just love working with, with, with software developers, tech people that in many cases, their minds are five, 10 years ahead of, ahead of mine. And they're thinking around new things and new ways to, to, to do various things. And certainly that's awesome. Uh, we always got to reel it back a little bit, I find. And that's where Dennis and I collaborate and work very strongly together. And I, and I certainly believe that that's been a little bit of our kind of secret sauce as to how Northstar has been able to develop the solution, working alongside our clients and our customers, the actual people that are actually going to be using the technology in the field, gaining their feedback, gaining their trust, understanding what's important to them so that when our tech team goes back to the drawing board or, or goes to the drawing board to, to refine the solution, they're building something that matters and that is really going to provide the ROI that the customers are looking for. 
so just taking it one step back so so he's working out of his garage uh you're there you've got this contact book and the experience and you know what the problems are from you know the years in the industry um how did you take that step from okay we've we've got a device now that we can now communicate uh uh, you know, um, trials and tribulations of success, fail, success, fail, iterate various parts of it. How did you find a partner to do field testing? Yeah, I mean, that that's where you got to get in the trenches. You, you know, myself, you may be the, uh, uh, you know, leading the company, but you got to get out there. You got to get visible. You got to, you got to show, you got to tell, you got to sell yourself, sell your product, show, and then, and then build off of that work with a lot of a lot of customers so that they they and, and talk to anybody and anybody you can anybody who will listen so that they start to become the advocates for you uh, really we did our field testing our field work ourselves alongside our, our clients and and when i say alongside our clients it was we we got them to, to to buy in or at least give us a chance and if they gave us a chance and we were able to prove what we said our technology could do that's when we, we, we felt like we were able to, to succeed and further develop our technology down the, the, the development path. So as a lesson for other people who might be earlier in their journeys, what would you say as, as a part of, obviously get behind it, but an element of selling a vision, how do you get to that point? Because the, there's a balance to it. The selling of vision and with some things that never come to fruition, for other people, it's selling a fantasy. How do you communicate it when so many people have been out there saying, we're going to do this, that, and the other, and we can... How do you sell yours without having a working, a fully working product and get them in the doors early, early on so they can get behind you and go, hey, we're willing to give you this chance. We're willing to be a part of this. I like that question. I, and I think about that every day. And uh, I, I believe you're, uh, you're, you, you have to not only find ways to uh, be, uh, you know, sell, sell, your, sell yourself, sell your company, sell your product, sell, your, sell your, what you're offering. But a lot, while you're doing that and promoting that and being a promoter and, and being a persistent promoter of yourself, your technology, your team, and what you do, you have to be real. And being real, what I mean, what you mean by that is, 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 is relevant. It's, there's some great ideas out there, but are they really relevant to the audience you're trying to do or the problem you're trying to solve? And I believe that that is something that's been key to help us get, get our business started and get our business going is, is developing a relevant, relevant technology that's useful. There's so many cool things out there and cool is nice. Because nice is nice to have, but it also has to make sense. Meaning that it's it's got to have a return, and it's got to show you got to show show the return on the investment. People love investing in technology if it's going to help them, if it's going to reduce their costs, if it's going to do make their lives more e easier in many ways. That that is all all good, but you have to prove it. So show it, and constantly be a be a shower and a promoter. Yeah. Um in terms of early days to now, there's obviously been a journey for you, uh, your partners, your your organization. There's been growth. You've taken people on, more tech people. Um, when you go through that process of onboarding 
new talent to your organization there's there's obviously a process to this but how do you how do you look at going okay well we have this product it works really well there's got to be an evolution of what's five years and 10 years and how can these people with these skills help us get there as a mindset when you've got this tech team how much do you rely on your on your partner to really go well actually the skills we need are x y and z or is it a case of Curtis and your partners sit there with a whiteboard and you throw loads of ink at it and go right now we need someone to make it yeah it's uh I'll, I'll, first I'll say is I, I know a lot more today than I did five years ago around technology and, and, and maybe not so much writing the code, but certainly I know a lot more and it, and it's, and it's, it's that discussion with those, those people not within our team to collaborate and have that, and have that discussion first. If you're asking though, around how do you attract new talent? How do you keep your talent engaged and how do you, how do you, how do you find the right people to do what you need them to do? It's, um, I think we've been very fortunate uh, in, so far. Uh, I mean, we have uh, university graduates from the computer science program that have now um, become entrenched in our, in, our, in our company. They have lead positions. They are, they are uh, working not only with their own software, small software development team, they're working with the hardware engineering team, they're working with our sales team, collaborate daily, weekly. It's, uh, it's great to see. And now those staff are starting to be entrenched locally. They're, they're building homes, they're starting families. That, that, is, that is important to me because I want those people to stay here in our city and to stay here in Saskatchewan. And from there, they can keep telling their stories and hopefully we get more and more talented people continually uh, graduating from the, uh, from the universities, the schools, and, and, and want to start their lives here in Saskatchewan. And that will only help us build a stronger and greater tech community. Do you know what? I, I talk to a lot of people here on Startup Villain and other podcasts that I work on, Fuse, which is a global communication one. There is something, and I look, I'm a townie, I'm an outsider, but there is something about people who have grown up as farm kids who really appreciate that show how good it is here, really have that build a community, build a life here element. And that really comes across in what you've just said. It's not just we're going to employ people. We want to employ people to give them the opportunities and the lifestyles that they deserve here. How important, I mean, I can tell that is important to you, but how important is it in the process of, look, Let's face it, it's very easy to outsource certain things to different countries where there's, you know, better rates for X, Y, and Z for software developing or whatever it may be. And at times for specialized skills or specialized pieces, that can be a necessity. But it seems to me that there's a, an element of pride that you're not just saying, I want to employ people and give them a, a good lifestyle, but it's also, and it's here purpose is, is a big, big part of, of, of that. And you, you want to uh, try to provide opportunities so that there's a their purpose. What they actually do is making a difference, what they actually, they're part of something, you know, you're not, you're, you don't just get hired as a software developer and, and you, and you write code 
12, eight hours a day. I mean, you, you're part of the company, you're part of something bigger than, than, and, and you, we want, that's the kind of culture we try to create that everybody has a, has a, has a, has a purpose for the, not only their own ideas and goals, but certainly the, the greater goals of and interests of ourselves. A core part of what I get from people who've grown up as farm kids is, is the pride of living here and wanting to grow the community here. And, you know, in certain sectors, it, it is purely with the agricultural business. But here you're a tech company and you're still saying, hey, this is a great place to live. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I firmly b- believe it. Um, and a lot of our, our, I mean, we have, we have, uh, if you believe it, I think it becomes contagious. And a lot of our, a lot of our, our, our staff are computer science graduates from other parts of the globe. And, uh, and that kind of mindset is something that I think, res- you know, resides with them. And then they become the pr- promoters to other, other staff, other potential future, future candidates. And, and that's how we, I think, get more and more people attracted to not only Saskatchewan, but attracted to what it could offer for them overall, other than employment. And it's so much more than that. This place is magical. Um, I'll take you in one final journey before our before the time beats us. And that would be, okay, so you form, a, form an organization, you develop a tech tool, and uh, you, you solve a problem, and you look at evolving and solving more problems. But what does growth look like in terms of there's two things you can do have the same audience and offer them a larger suite of things or uh, audiences in different locations with the same suite and then grow both bases at an exponential rate so is it adding product or is it adding geography or a mix of the two definitely a mix of the two certainly are we're heavily focused in uh, western canada currently today with our product offerings uh, but we see you know, North American wide. Uh, so Jeff, definitely geographic expansion. But I, I think what's really key going to be key for our business going forward is, is we, uh, we, there's, there, there's in our, in, in our world and in the software business or, or I, I device business, put it that way, the, uh, the capturing of data or the collection of data, is a big part of that and utilizing that data to make, you know, better business decisions is, is, is the reason why in a lot of cases, you know, can I, how, how does this data help me with what I need to do on a day-to-day basis? And I, and I think that is for us is going to be a key part going forward. We're, we're spending time investing further in BI analytic tools that display and visualize data in a way that makes sense for our customers uh, and our customers then can then take that information and, and whether it's uh, repurposing assets or, 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 or better serve, finding ways to better serve their customers or completely change how they may be distributed and, and, uh, and, and, and deliver product to, to uh, farmers or, or, or other retailers or what have you. That is where I think it's going to be pretty powerful down the road is just the better understanding of what the data actually is and how it's useful for, for what I needed for, for, for my day-to-day business and how I can, how I can show, uh, visualize that and display it in a way that makes sense. 
Final question off the back of that, because I think you've opened opened a door for me in this way. When you look at uh, the conversations that you've had with clients, let's say, and they've they've jumped in both feet, they've got this dashboard in front of them. Just one quote, which is something along the lines of what someone has said to you that the difference using data makes compared to when they were working blind? Well, it just minimizes the chaos. It's uh, in, in, in the applications that we see, that information will reduce hundreds of phone calls in, 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 a, in a day, in an afternoon. It will, uh, you know, increase productivity of themselves or, or, their, or, their, or their people or their staff. And, 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 and I think it's just... The one thing you gotta you gotta consider in the agriculture business is it's such a compressed season. You have your spring season and your fall season, and you gotta get it right. You gotta get it right in spring, and you gotta get it right in fall, or the and the rest of the months. Not that they don't matter, but it's pretty important for 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 those things to get right. Or you're trying again the following year. So the more the the access and more uh equipped you can be with real information real-time information to help you make the decisions when you need it most uh even from something as as simple as pulling the trigger on when i when i need to buy more inventory or or not buy more inventory that's going to be a big part of of uh how we how we can help uh, help customers down the road Curtis, if people want to find out more information about you and north star systems where could they go yeah, go to uh, NorthstarSystems.ca. Uh, we're we're located in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, and uh, thoroughly are welcome a conversation from anybody, whether it's uh, ag business related, uh, tech business related, or if you have an idea and want to know how uh, how our technology can help with your IoT solution, you give us a call. Curtis, thank you. Startupville is brought to you by Innovation Saskatchewan, helping grow the tech sector in our province and beyond, and is produced in partnership with Martin Charlton Communications at wetellyourstories.ca. Our show is produced by me, Ariel Delorier, and our host, Dan Gold. Our theme music is from Gigi Riggs and Reactor Productions. Find out more about us and our guests at innovationplace.com slash startupville. Follow us on Twitter at startupvillepod and check us out on LinkedIn as Startupville Podcast. Remember to subscribe and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps us rise up the ranks. See you next time on Startupville.